This is Comatose, an audio collection of anecdotes, stories, poetry, and insightful commentary. Every now and then we have a special edition interview episode of Comatose, and today we're very excited to have on Grant Eubanks. Grant is a musician and game developer. You can find him on Instagram and Twitter at Grant Eubanks, that's G-R-A-N-T-E-U-B-A-N-K-S. A little bit of backstory first. In mid-2017, artist Caldwell Tanner tweeted digital artwork about a dream he had in which Nintendo created a standalone AAA pirate exploration game starring the cultishly popular Nintendo character Waluigi. The tweet went viral. Not too long after taking inspiration from Caldwell's artwork and idea, Grant Eubanks created a subreddit titled Sea of Greed, which also went viral and made it to the front page of Reddit. And thus was born the idea of producing an actual pirate adventure role-playing game in which you sail the seas to plunder islands and ships on a quest to find the shiniest treasure. The project would send Grant on a journey to collaborate with other Redditors to create a full and free game, Sea of Greed. We first wanted to ask Grant about the beginning where the motivation for Sea of Greed came from after seeing that initial post from Caldwell. I was like, dude, I want to make this. <laughs> like, like, this sounds great. I, I want to play it, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make it. I was talking to the, the current application manager at the time, who's still one of my close friends, uh, Jude. And, and he's like, nah, man, it's not going not gonna to take off. You're not doing that. As I said, he's now the, <laughs> the application manager, so like... It, it, it did, you know, I, I, I saw it keep rising. I'm like, oh, oh shit, <laughs> this isn't, I didn't, I didn't ask for this. Like, I wanted to maybe grab two or three people, maybe a couple more people. I didn't expect, you know, an over 80 person at, at one point game team. What we did, uh, a lot of people don't know this, is that we made one original Discord and everyone just tried to develop it all at once. Like, like most, you know, early fan games are. And, it, and I realized it was like a lot of the fan games who die quickly. We've had to work out a lot and we've had to create sort of this format. Yeah, I mean, if we, towards the end of the project, share how we did it and share the, the you know, a list of things to do and, and to not do, I, I think that would really help people. Because no one else is, this, it's, it's almost uncharted territory a bit for a largely traditional uh, gaming industry up until this point. I'd say I'd already have gotten uh, rewarded, you know, I'd say with uh, with my name being on a, a pretty big game, because I assume the game, at least in, in some part, if it's released sometime soon, is going to catch a lot of publicity. What can only hope, that would be my reward for it, pretty much. Just, this is really the, the longest exposure gig I've ever uh, ever done. <laughs> Internet fame can be an unnatural beast. We asked Grant how he handled going viral, and how that influenced the future of the game itself, Sea of Greed. I was I was very young when I, I started Sea of Greed. I was uh, I think it was like fourteen or fifteen. I mean, you know, compared to being I'm seventeen now. I mean, still for someone to have that level of responsibility and. I don't know, audience. It's a little, in my opinion, too young, honestly, looking back on it now. I, I had a lot of uh, a lot of stuff resting on me, and if I didn't, I got really lucky. 
And if, and if I wasn't as lucky as I am, I, I probably would have had to let a lot of people down, honestly. You could say that there was none of it involved in this whole situation, but I, I'd say me posting something on a whim about this random thing I encountered and it just extremely blowing up and hitting the front page of Reddit, I, I think that's at least a little lucky. But I think really the the true luck that I had was then the, the response and the amount of people that continued to lend their talent and ideas to the game. Crossing paths with, with, with those people has just honestly been the, the luckiest part of it, in my opinion. I'm, I'm not necessarily a, a person who is good at, at making games on my, on my own. I'd say I'm pretty good at uh, rounding up people together and, and finding people who are good at stuff and putting them in places, which is really how this game is still around, honestly. I want it to be sort of a one of those fa fan games that didn't fail and sort of a, a, do, a list of do's and don'ts for people who wanted to make uh, a fan game. And also I just want it to, uh, to, to open up sort of doors for online collaboration in games. I think that's something that really hasn't been touched on that much. I think there's a couple games that have been developed through that way, but really, it's really uncommon right now. And I know why after uh, spending a couple years trying to do it. Just to show can be done and create this really unique experience and uh, propel my career so I can do more stuff to impact people. That's it. It's a good resume builder, it's a good networking tool. Definitely a good pool of uh, talented people that I can use for other stuff, for sure. And uh, other people can use for other stuff. It's, it's a great group of people that uh, I'll probably know for, for decades to come. That'll let me more, I guess, more effectively create art and stuff in the future. The real conversation for any project doesn't begin until that initial high of the hype wears off. And so we ask Grant when he realized that Sea of Greed would be a real game and how he's been able to move beyond being just a meme or a joke. Weirdly enough, it, it's, it, it's, it's surprisingly recent. Like, like once, once the game actually started like taking shape, I was like, oh, this is happening. Like, we, we always thought like it, it would happen eventually, but we didn't, you know, it, a lot of stuff was talked in the hypothetical and in, in, in the future, but a lot of it's done now and it's, it's a little uh, sobering. Yeah, I mean, it, it, was, it was never a joke for me, but the scope was always so big that I wasn't sure I was gonna be able to pull it off. And I'm, I'm still honestly not sure. But it's getting there, and and seeing the the new demos and all that all that stuff is always just a little more reassuring. The game itself isn't necessarily a meme game, and that that's the whole reason. You know, we we didn't go with Waluigi uh, at first because we didn't want to get our, our asses sued, right? Beyond that, we had the opportunity to create this character that wasn't necessarily just a surface level joke, and that you could develop and have his own sort of faults and issues show through that, that really wasn't inherent in a really flat character that, that really hasn't been developed by Nintendo at all. And the game gets, it gets dark in a lot of places. It's not afraid to get dark for sure. Like, I don't, I, you know, it, it's kind of hard to, to answer a lot of specifics about that question without spoiling a lot, but I mean, sure there's a lot of references in it and sure 
I mean, we try our hardest to not make it dated at all, but it, it has its its moments on its own. It, it stands on its own as a game that's that has a really strong story. I think. I mean, you know, you could you could say it's a knockoff. For me, it's been so long with a different character that I really I just see it as its own thing. You can't really characterize Waluigi as a <laughs> if, we're, if we're getting into the cycle uh, the psychology of Waluigi. There's really not much source material if you're thinking about it. I mean, you got like this this tall purple dude who doesn't get included in stuff. He's sad a lot, I guess, maybe. Uh, he wasn't in Smash Bros. He's uncircumcised, I guess. I, that's that's about all we got, man. So we, we you know create this backstory for someone and, it, and suddenly they have motives and they're a completely different character just because of where they started. You know, it's not really a, a knockoff anymore. It's just sort of its own little, little thing. Sea of Greed currently has many contributors thanks to the Reddit community around the game. We were curious what Grant's thoughts were on raw talent in relation to team dynamics and organizational structures when applied to creative group projects like this. Everyone has different levels of, uh, of talent in different areas. And having a couple people with some really specific skills that you can't really get anywhere else, just some rare traits, those are good people to keep by your side through a lot of stuff. I don't, I don't want to name anyone specifically, but uh, everyone on the team is extremely talented. Just the issue is how much time they can devote. But we really still have a lot of really, really uh, good, dedicated people after three years. So. I'm happy to keep keep those people for later if I ever need them for stuff. I mean, everyone's somewhat tight-knit, but it, it's, it's a large, mostly disorganized when it comes to location group. And so I, I would honestly, um, learning from this experience, no game has really ever been developed like, like that one. And so probably in, in, in another, another go-around, I'd do more of a tight-knit. You know, a couple people, either from the game or not, specifically about uh, a team I'd want to assemble. It'd probably just be really uh, small and tight-knit, but really passionate and a good atmosphere. Almost like a, a band programmers and musicians and artists and writers and stuff, you know? I don't know if I will ever do it professionally, but I am sort of branching out and finding new ways to break into a really saturated industry but do it a little differently. I don't know, it's not really something I want to head up, uh, like charge head on into uh, and make it my main thing at first. But I, I do, you know, with this game and stuff, composing for it a little bit, building up a portfolio, that's sort of what I'm trying to do, honestly. I kind of want to just finish Sea of Greed first and just get that out of the way, because that's, I've never had something, you know, catch wind in its sails so much like the, just like it has, and, and just continue to, to grow and continue to have people invested in it. I'll be in my senior year of high school this year, and then after that, I'll pretty much be going into a state school or something like that. I'm, I'm doing community college right now, but uh, I definitely want to go into something more like uh, coding or computer science for, for college and beyond that. And, and so once I sort of do that, I'll, I'll see whether or not making games is something I want to keep doing. And I, I just want this to sort of be a good way what I've always seen this uh, dev team for Sea of Greed as is, is this way to build up this network of people 
and I'll, and I'll have the resources and the and the people, honestly, just to, to build a really great uh, experience if I really wanted to do that after Sea of Greed. Being a musician first, we wondered how Grant's experience with music affected his views on game creation and whether he could predict if his future lie more in games or in music. I'd, pr I'd probably say music just because that's always been the th one of the things I've wanted to do. Music is so broad and, and such a and such a, a versatile thing. I, I could, I'll definitely score games. You know, I, I have plans to score games, uh, movies, short films, and uh, general produce for people in, in the future. And that's really something I'm uh, a lot more excited about than a, than another game. I've been doing music for about almost a year. I was I was working on a lot of stuff that really wouldn't see the light of day that much. And as it evolved, you know, it's been really cool in this game to see a lot of people who weren't all that good at their art form early on getting way better and coming back. I definitely think I'm, I'm leagues better than I was at the first. It's interesting seeing people come in at first who were actually really good musicians and then there was me who was trying to help with my limited experience. There was definitely a, a big gap there. But I, th I think I'm at the point now where there, it, there's a lot less of that sort of thing going on. Well, it's funny, I've, I've been making an album, it's, it's 14 tracks, it's over an hour at this point, so it's, it's a large scope thing, and I've been doing it extremely similarly. Uh, I've been using Fiverr a lot, uh, and just using a lot of artists that have worked on Sea of Greed, and, and that's a really similar form project, actually. It's called Synthesthesia, it'll come out probably within the next month or so, honestly, if I'm, if I'm really working hard on it. And that is something I have applied, and I think for the for the next future albums I may uh, I may use a lot of the, the things I've learned from the past couple of years. It's definitely evolved. As someone who, who was a musician early on, uh, it's, it's a way different sound now, I think. I mean, the, the music lead and, and I are, are both heavily electronic-based. I mean, we've worked together on different stuff now at this point. That's what I'm saying about the whole network. We, we've changed the game to be more electronic-based and more synth-based, and, and a lot of, it's, it's influenced a lot of islands in general and how the game's played, just because we wanted to make more synth music. Actually, one of the islands was inspired by a couple tracks that we made. You know, sometimes writers will come up with an island, sometimes musicians will come up with a couple tracks and it'll influence what an island is. That's sort of how it was at first. But I'd say we're getting more well-rounded now. The the way that we, we both make music and then the way that a lot of the other people that we brought on do. There's, there's a lot of classic sort of like house or electronic DNA in there that we, we've tried to turn into orchestral sort of party sounding music. I think honestly it's I like it because it's a good representation of what the game actually is, and it's this like huge hodgepodge of a bunch of different creators with different backgrounds, uh, all sort of in this pirate theme. I think it's kind of cool. That's that's really what the soundtrack is, and that's what the game is. I try to do a lot of the base work and stuff that I I can do, and I know I know that I've worked a lot on and I'm good at, and just for that, it's it's got to be music because. I mean, sure, I've actually considered writing a lot more recently just because I haven't really used that part of my skill set 
in, in the game that much. But in terms of music, yeah, it's just something that I love doing and it's, since it's such a, an important part of a game, I, I want to help develop that a lot. We ended our time with Grant by asking him what his earliest gaming memories were and what games had the greatest impact on his personal creative vision. I know that there are baby pictures of me with, like, in front of a computer with, with my dad or something. Uh, I've, yeah, I've always really been a fan of it, just in general. Played a lot of somewhat, like, educational games as a kid just because uh, my parents were a little, a little afraid of the whole uh, concept of kids playing a lot of video games because it was still a pretty new concept and honestly I think they were they were right about it because <laughs> I don't know I've seen some pretty pretty angry uh, siblings of some of my friends playing Fortnite and shit as like 10 year olds and younger yeah but I mean growing you know into uh, into my early teens and you know 11, 12, 13, I, I play a lot of Minecraft, like like a lot of people my age. It's really formative about how I think of the art form as a whole. It's really groundbreaking, honestly. I don't know if anyone's ever had a, a V-Smile. <laughs> a a V-Smile is like a V-Tech, like, little... I, I had it when I was like five or six. I, I do remember... Well, even, even before that, on the PC, there were like really early plug-and-play games. Now that I'm thinking back, maybe not even plug and play, just like CD-ROMs. You know, and like, there was an Arthur one I remember, there was one with like, Peter Rabbit or something, just... I mean, those are really hazy memories, but very early on, I do remember having a, an affinity for games and music, really, which is the two things I'm really going into now. Going back to the Minecraft thing, uh, C418 and his contribution, sonically, to that uh, game is completely like completely changes the experience and it's really iconic and in general the scores for games are so integral to how they're remembered and really how, how the tone of it influences your experience I, I think you know it's such a key part it's so it's so intertwined to the experience recently I've, I've been watching a lot of uh, Undertale let's plays again just uh, Undertale's probably got to be the, the best for me Toby Fox is such a talented guy. Honestly, the, the whole uh, huge uh, ensemble has really helped with how I wanted to take the direction of the sound for Sea of Greed as well. Also, Megalovania is in that in that game. And that's a pretty cool. It's a pretty cool song. And that was, folks, our talk with Grant Eubanks. You can find him online at Grant Eubanks. That's at G R A N T E U B A N K S. You've also been hearing some of Grant's music behind us, which you can find links to on his website as well, grantubanks.com. And of course, find and follow Sea of Greed on Reddit, that's r slash Sea of Greed, and also the pirate hero himself, at Wally Gladstone, that's Wally, W-A-L-L-Y, G-L-A-D-S-T-O-N-E. Big thanks to Garrett Eubanks once again. If you enjoyed what you heard from Grant and would like to hear other great anecdotes, poetry, and cultural commentary, check out our other episodes at comapod.com. That's C-O-M-A-P-O-D.com, where you can search for us on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your fine podcasts. Thank you once again, folks. This is Comatose.